The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Paranormal experiences don't really work to a timescale, and therefore... For the spooky season, and indeed for the whole of season 13, we invite you to listen to a dark mini-sode. Hi everyone, and welcome back to the final mini-sode of season 13. And as it's the final mini-sode and we're heading into Christmas, we thought we'd have ourselves a little treat and thank you guys for your support throughout Season 13. Of course, all of the experiences that we've regaled during these minisodes have come from my deep vault of experiences that people have sent me over the years of me doing paranormal podcasts. As I've stated before, I made a huge mistake a while back by deleting over 200 episodes of people's paranormal experiences that they'd taken the time to send me. Thankfully, although the episodes are lost, the stories are not, because the email address that they were sent to is still active. And so the stories and experiences that we cover on today's final minisode you may have heard before, but only if you followed my career for the last six years. And I highly doubt that's quite a lot of you. But if you are one of those people, then first and foremost, thank you. And secondly, like me, when I was reading through these experiences, you'll surprise yourself at how much you may have forgotten. But before we dive into today's minisode, a quick shout-out about Season 14. We are still accepting submissions, although we have every slot filled. As we always say, if the right story comes in, we will make sure it finds a home. In relation to dates for your diaries, of course we have our season finale on Friday the 15th of December, and then we next return with our season debut for season 14 on January the 5th, 2024. But of course, if you're a patron, you'll continue to get your dark paranormal fix each and every Sunday in between seasons. And of course, you will be the first to hear the debut episode of season 14. And so, if you'd like something spooky in your stocking over Christmas, head over to patreon.com forward slash the dark paranormal. But right now, let's jump right in with our first experience on the final minisode of season 13. A few years ago, I met a man on Tinder and we started dating. Richard had recently moved back with his mum and I stayed over a few times and I met his mum, who was lovely. I'm slightly ashamed to say 
that aged 31, I still slept with the light on. But not wanting to appear a wimp in front of a new boyfriend, I didn't say anything, and I allowed the light to go off at night. Richard's bed was in the middle of the room, which was quite unusual for me, as I was used to sleeping against a wall. I'm a very light sleeper, and being in a new room doesn't help. One night, when I stayed at Richard's house, I awoke to see an older man walk through the door of the bedroom. He then walked along the wall just in front of the mirrored wardrobes. I noticed his reflection was not in the large mirrors. But for some reason, I felt very calm and didn't seem to register that I didn't know the man. He acknowledged me in the room and he shuffled towards me. He tucked me into bed in a similar way parents would to a child. He then kissed me on the head before shuffling off towards the closed door and vanishing through. I wasn't aware of another man staying in the house, so I was slightly confused, but I wasn't frightened in the least, so I just tried to go back to sleep. The next morning when I woke up and went downstairs, I asked Richard who else his mum had staying over and told him about the odd tucking in activity. He went quiet and stared at me as I described the old grey-haired man wearing white and mint striped pyjamas who'd just come into the room. Richard didn't say a word and abruptly left the table to go upstairs, which I thought was rather rude and left me quite disgruntled. A few moments later, Richard's mum came downstairs in tears, clutching a photo. In it was a young Richard, and the grey old man I described. She pointed and asked me if that was him. And I had to admit it definitely was. That was him in the photo with Richard. Apparently it was his granddad, who had died a few years before. What Richard hadn't told me was that his mum had moved into her parents' home when they died. This was her childhood home and the bedroom Richard slept in used to belong to her and her sister when they were growing up. Her childhood bed was in the exact same place. Through tears, Richard's mum asked me if he seemed happy, and I confirmed that he did. She was initially upset he hadn't come to her, but she was pleased he was still making sure whoever was in the house was safe and looked comfortable. He wasn't in distress, and it's my belief he went to his daughter's bedroom, which I just happened to be in. 
my relationship with Richard didn't work out, and they eventually sold the house. But I often wonder if he's still shuffling about, and if the new occupants even see him. For me, this is one of the wonderful things about these shorter stories. You're left wondering why the granddad would act in such a way. Was it simply a stone tape image? Was he reenacting kissing his own daughter? Or was he in fact welcoming the girl to the house? I've mentioned this frequently on the Patreon show Dark Bites. The shorter the story sometimes leaves you much more to think about. And obviously many of our Patreons are complete paranormal believers. Therefore it's wonderful to read an email where they've developed a theory about a shorter story. And I think it's wonderful when somebody tries to work out a logical problem but keeps the paranormal aspect as part of the equation. It kind of cuts out the faff if you start from the basis of the paranormal exists. Then you just have the question, why was the granddad in the room? As opposed to saying, well, what did you eat that night? Have you been sleeping well? Don't get me wrong, they are all key factors to ask and you should always try and eliminate everything before you look at something as paranormal but it is rather fun when you start from the ground of the paranormal exists, therefore, what am I looking at? I think my main problem may be I always start at that conclusion. Let's have a quick break to talk to you about Policy Genius. Now, we all like to put off life insurance talk because it reminds us of our mortality, but life insurance isn't about death, it's about life. It's about ensuring the lives of those you love remain secure and comfortable. And I'm sure many of you will think, well, I'm covered through work or I'm covered through my bank account. But believe me, you want to check those finer details because you may be surprised what you're actually covered for. And this is exactly where Policy Genius come into their own. Yes, we could talk about how Policy Genius is America's leading online insurance marketplace or how their award-winning agents will walk you step-by-step through the entire process. But the best thing about Policy Genius for me is they don't have a dog in the fight. They're not going to strong arm you towards one company or another. They've no incentive to do so. Their only incentive is to listen to your needs, scour America's top companies and find you the best price. For example, with Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that begin at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options even offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. There's a reason why Policy Genius has thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot, and you'll find out what it is when you tick life insurance off your to-do list with Policy Genius. So head over to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save. That's policygenius.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. 
all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our next True Paranormal experience for this final minisode of Season 13 is entitled The Staring Ghost. I grew up in a beautiful old detached Victorian house in southwest London. The type with creaky pipes and old-style pull-chain flush toilets. My nana lived with us, and we had lots of antique furniture that had been passed down to her through the generations. Being fortunate enough to have the space to keep it, that is. A few minor spooky things happened, which I found unnerving, but they were all kind of small, and my family didn't really seem bothered by them, so I brushed them off too. One of the family heirlooms was an antique vanity table with a three-panelled mirror on top of it. It was my nana's bedroom, along with old crystal jewellery organisers and innumerable perfume bottles. My nana's grandmother, my great-great-grandmother, apparently swore that if you stared into these mirrors of the vanity table too long, you would see the devil. She warned her grandchildren to never look in it too long. In turn, Nana told us the tale. Well, I abided by this, and despite being curious at times, I could never bring myself to look far into it for too long, as when I got near, it always gave me the shivers. One winter night, Nana suddenly awoke in the middle of the night, and startle the rest of us with a yelp. She could be quite a drama queen at times, so initially we weren't too concerned. But we dragged ourselves out of bed to see what all the fuss was about this time. As I reached the hall, she was stumbling out of her bedroom, terrified. Her eyes filled with tears, repeating that there was a woman at the foot of her bed in a long white dress with long white hair just staring at her. We all made a move to go into her room and my dad went in first, turning on the light with us excitedly following him. Unsurprisingly, there was no one there. Nothing looked out of place. 
for I got a distinct shiver walking past that vanity desk. Nana was repeating she did not want to go back in that room. And it took a while for my parents to calm her down, whilst we, as children, were sent back to bed. A short time later, I was playing with my neighbour, Kathy. We were both aged around six, maybe. Whilst my dad was at work and my mum and Nana were in the kitchen. My brother was at a friend's house. There was a small toilet downstairs under the staircase in our house, with another toilet in the main bathroom upstairs at the back end of the house. As we were playing, Kathy went to go to the downstairs toilet, but returned and went into the kitchen where my mum and Nana were after opening and closing the toilet door. Excuse me, where's the toilet? Knowing there was no one else in this house, my mother answered, Well, why don't you use the one under the stairs, darling? I can't use that one, there's a lady in there. My mum looked at my nana in disbelief and directed Kathy to the upstairs bathroom before checking the downstairs toilet. No one was in there. My nana gave my mum a knowing look. Seeming pleased, she wasn't the only one who'd seen her. A few years later, in the middle of night, whilst we were all soundly sleeping, we were suddenly woken up with a blast to the sound of Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. Coming from our CD stereo downstairs, the volume at absolute maximum. We all hurried out of our bedrooms onto the landing, rubbing our eyes as the deafening song continued, cursing whoever it was playing this music at such a ridiculous hour. But we were all accounted for on the top of the stairs. No one was downstairs. Glancing at the grandfather clock in the hall, I noticed it was exactly midnight. We all peered over the banister to look down into the blackness below and followed my dad creeping down the stairs to find nothing at all other than the blaring stereo. Dad turned the stereo off and we all went back to bed with no explanation of what caused it. Such a fascinating experience and one that hit home personally for me, namely the do not stare in the mirror too long for you will see the devil. Now, as you all know by now, I've been into the paranormal since I was about five, and therefore you pick up lots of things, you read lots of things, especially pre-internet. One of those things was known at the time as Mongolian mirror watching. Now, allegedly, if you placed a candle behind you and you stared at yourself for a period of time, eventually your closed mouth would start to move and a spirit would come through you and begin talking. And it works. Well, there is a caveat to that. 
you definitely see that take place. But is it a spirit? Is it a demon? No. There's actually a peer-reviewed paper about this very topic. And from the ncbinlmnih.gov website or the National Library for Medicine, they've published a review about this very phenomena. And if anything, it proves the power of our own brain and our own suggestibility when it comes to things we fear. It states, In normal observers, gazing at one's own face in the mirror for a few minutes at low levels of illumination produces the apparition of strange faces. Not only that, but it continues. Observers see distortions of their own faces but they often see hallucinations, like monsters, archetypical faces, faces of relatives, deceased relatives. In this research, patients with depression were compared to healthy controls with respect to strange face apparitions. The experiment was a seven-minute mirror-gazing test under low illumination. When the mirror-gazing test ended, the experimenter assessed patients and controls with a specifically designed questionnaire and then interviewed them, asking them to describe the strange-faced apparitions. Apparitions of strange faces in the mirror were very reduced in depressive patients when compared to their healthy controls. Depressive patients, when compared to healthy controls, showed shorter duration of apparitions, a minor number of strange faces. Now, here's the interesting facts. Seven minutes of any of us staring in a mirror, 66% of individuals reported deformations of one's face. 48%, almost half, reported a monstrous face. 28% an unknown person. Now, although I started this piece off by saying it's not a spirit or a demon at all, there is part of me when an unknown person steps through, which makes me think, what is that? How has the brain itself come up with that full-formed individual in the mirror. However, one thing remains certain. That reflection cannot walk downstairs, put on a Michael Jackson CD, and turn the volume full belt. So maybe the great-great-grandmother in this experience knew a lot more than she was letting on. And so that wraps things up for our final minisode of Season 13. As ever, thank you for choosing to spend your time with me here on your show. And thank you for the feedback regarding the minisodes. They will indeed continue into season 14. And we just have one small thing to get out of the way before we have our three-week break. And that is, of course, 
our season finale for season 13 this Friday. I'll speak to you all again then, and until then, please stay safe and take care. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.